Section 3 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 11, March 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adrian Stevens. The American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 11, March 1881, by Various. Combined Summer and Winter Stand by H. L. Penfield. The engraving shows a perspective view of a combined winter and summer stand, which I put up to accommodate twelve hives of the standard Langstroth pattern. It is constructed as follows. Put in the ground nine oak posts, four by four inches, for a frame to nail the fourteen-foot boards to. Three posts on each side, and three between these, set in the ground eighteen inches. The ends are nine feet wide, which I find gives ample room to manipulate the bees between the rows of hives, the operator being in the shade and not in front of the entrance of the bees, which seldom bother me. The sides front, east and west. The ends are open during the summer and the north end boarded up in winter. We use millet hay for protection, filling in spaces between the hives and over and under them, almost filling up between the rows, clearing away enough in front of the entrance for the bees to take a flight when the weather permits. This protection keeps them quiet, and storms beat on the shelter and on the millet hay. Of course, this is not a waterproof shelter or cover, and I do not think one is needed. It is advantageous to have an opening in the apex of the roof. This plan of having one roof higher than the other secures it with the least expense. It is curious to notice how the bees fly out of these spaces, marked AA, as both ends are open, while the operators manipulating the hives. Sixteen boards, fourteen feet long and one foot wide, cover it, and with the nine posts and four two-by-four studding to set the hives on, and short pieces to set on top of the posts to nail the roof to, complete the lumber bill. Honeywell, Missouri End of section 3